Hey there, and welcome to Second Lunch Podcast. This is episode 20 with any luck if Jake hasn't <laughs> fucked it up Woo! already. He just fucked up the last take, and it was gold, too. There was a whole <laughs> whole bit about basically just being abusive to him, actually, mm-hmm. and how uh, it's not a hostile work environment if it's art, which it is because we're recording. So. Right. If it's baked into the show, it's like a jackass thing. Right. Yeah. So it's also not sexual harassment when I tell him how good his butt looks today, but uh, we're going to move on. we we got a lot <laughs> of stuff to talk about today. Let's jump right into Tinderella. All right. <clears throat> so... Are you, do you find the uh, word cocktail strange? I don't like the word cocktail. I just say drinks. Just say (laughs) drinks. Yeah. Love the cock part. You had me a cock, (laughs) lost me a tail. (laughs) (laughs) Just say drinks. Let's go, let's go get some drinks or like have some beers or whatever. Like when people say cocktails, I'm like, what do you, well, one, what are you going to drink? Two, why didn't, why are you afraid to say martini? So you're saying it's more specific, but not specific enough. Because if you say drinks, that's really broad. This is like an all squares or rectangles. Right. But not all what are you trying to get me to drink? Deal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you you seem a, a little too off put by it. But <laughs> well, that's because also cocktail is a word used by a certain person. To at least in my I experience. Use that word. No, you've never, not to me, you've never used well, it. Well, because we, when we're shotgunning beers for the show, <laughs> it's just not the appropriate, it's not the term du jour at that point. Yeah, and also, you and I usually drink beer unless I'm forcing tequila on you. Which but is I've, also not a cocktail. But any, right, anytime somebody's like, let's go get some cocktail, like, that's how I look okay. at some <laughs> cocktails. It's all, like, swarmy and weird and kind of gross. Okay, if you, like, frat boy it and you turn your fitted hat around and you're Don't like, Don't you want go get some, some cocktails? cocktails? Like, and like uh, uh i'm not going to the denny's lounge with <laughs> yeah you. for starters i'm not letting you touch my drink i don't know what <laughs> you're trying to put in here but yeah it just weirds me out every single time it seems like they're on some weird mission that i'm not on board with do you know the etymology you know the origin of the term cocktail nope it, it's it's a silly one they don't know for sure but the most likely origin is that back in the day if you had a non-thoroughbred pony their tails would be cocked to like sort of indicate that this is a non-thoroughbred and so a cocktail became associated with like basically it's not purebred so in the world of spirits right you're drinking a glass of whiskey that's whiskey but you mix it with something now it's a cocktail now it's been you know muddled. call it a mixed drink you fucking idiot why are we bringing horses in this, <laughs> this is ridiculous that makes no uh, sense look, i mean this is early 18- this is people just wanting to be able to get away with saying cock i think it's well i mean there's nothing wrong with that too you got to give the people in the 19th century a little bit of credit yeah they, see they, they didn't have cock. Car- they didn't even have radio like you know they gotta <laughs> give them the little bit of comedy they can find <laughs> okay but, that, oh, that word doesn't weird you out at all no Fuck, it weirds me out, man. I do not like it. You haven't watched the Tom Cruise movie about 130 times? I mean, what you're missing out, man. Basically, he makes fancy drinks for 95 minutes. It's one of those 80s movies that you could just make based on a single word or like a general premise like over the top with Sylvester Stallone where it's like he's arm wrestling. And you're like, that's the, the movie? Yeah, that's a movie? It might be the tail part that's fucking with my head. <laughs> <laughs> the tail part's what weirds me out because I'm always thinking of like a shrimp tail. <laughs> but then if I say that I'm... Same here! <laughs> like a same shrimp here, exactly the same, Exactly <laughs> the same thing. But then if I say I'm weirded out by the word tail, I feel like it's weird that I'm not weirded out by the word cock being in it. Because cock shouldn't go in your drink. Well... Fourth of July is coming up, in fairness. <laughs> Depends on how you like to party. Uh, okay. 
if you were a graffiti artist, what would be your tag? And this is generally, you know, it's like your four letter, you got limited. I was, I was thinking a lot about this and for one, I would definitely use, um, my junior high rap name, which was not so slim, <laughs> uh, which started out as a joke because my buddy like got a bunch of recording equipment, his parents bought him cause they're getting divorced and they had to give him nice stuff. So he would not be sad. Uh, What's it like getting divorced, and, but you're not poor? See, that's the <laughs> element I don't understand. There's no currying favor with us via Batmobiles, you know. <laughs> two Christmases, two shitty Christmases. <laughs> Chili Mac tonight. Uh, and so I recorded some rap songs as like a joke and then posted them on MySpace like you do. Mm-hmm. But then I started getting made fun of at school because people weren't didn't understand it was a bit. They thought I was for real, and that made me mad. So then I did it for real. Dropped a fire. Like hate fucked them with a rap. <laughs> yeah. And then uh then people were like, Oh, that was actually kinda good. And then I was like, Well, this is still not what I wanted. So then I made a diss track to myself. Anyway. Yeah. So this I would is be before you got on medication. Not so slim, but yeah, it was a whole <laughs> it was a whole lot of different what, yeah, what you're telling me. A whole lot of different Chris's <laughs> happening at the same time. But I was thinking, what would my graffiti look like? And I think you know how Georgia O'Keefe drew like female genitalia but they were flowers yeah i'd be doing that with dicks but like fruits different fruit arrangements <laughs> to look like dicks well <clears throat> i'm glad that we'll finally get because invariably you'll have to get deeper into that it can't just be cucumbers and bananas you know you're gonna have to get creative so let me know when you do the star fruit one because i want to <laughs> see want to see how you work the head uh yeah for me my tag would be rash uh just rash I feel like it's not taken. Uh, Why? Does it stand for anything? I think or it says it all. It's in your heart? Yeah. It's, <laughs> no, does it stand for anything? <laughs> yeah, why did this guy pick rash? No, sir. No, just it would be. I think that that uh, speaks to a lot of people. Like, creed or color, regardless. This has happened to you. Probably. Yeah, I've had a rash before. <laughs> been there <laughs> that's really what i want people to think when they see yeah. my graffiti i want my Rash. graffiti to be yeah. the work that brings israel and palestine together um i just want to make israel and palestine horny <laughs> again rash <laughs> are tacos a meal no tacos are not a meal what if you eat eight i'm not them? saying i don't <laughs> like tacos what if you have a side salad see that's not tacos is it that's something else. You're okay, adding. well, you're, any one-course meal is not a meal. You can't Sandwich. Just, like, that's not a meal. Hoagie. That's a meal. Well, hoagie, hoagie is the bread, but no. I think that if you're talking about a meal, it's got to have a second you're thing. Get it's got to have a bag with of me chips. about a big sandwich right now. Technical, this whole show is about us bullshitting for a fucking hour about nothing. <laughs> yeah, meal requires the over-under is one and a half motherfuck things. There's a reason that McDonald's sells french fries. There's a reason you get potato chips at Subway. One and a half motherfucking sides. Or, excuse me, courses. Courses. <laughs> hey, if you throw the chips on the sandwich, all gravy. But yet, that's the meal requirement. Okay. So then tacos are definitely not a meal. I, I agree with you there. I think if you eat eight of them, it becomes a question. Right. Once right. you eat 1,500 calories worth of anything. But should you be, exactly, should you be eating eight of anything? Mm. I, that's what I told Katie the other day. She's like, you want tacos? I was like, for a snack? And she was like, no, for lunch. I was like, that. That's not lunch. I'm going to need a burrito. <laughs> Tacos cannot be a meal. 
I'll, so I had two tacos and a burrito. <laughs> and then... And that is a meal because the tacos are now the size. Right. Thank you. See? Yeah. See? Sure. So I'll concede that. All right. All right. We're then later, agreement. later, she was like... Because we got we had this argument, which is why we're talking about it. And uh, later, she was like, oh, I'm so hungry. Like, around dinner time. She's like, I didn't really eat... L-. And she stopped because she knew what she was about to say. She didn't really eat lunch because all she had was tacos. (laughs) Tacos are excellent, but they are not a meal. Yeah. I mean, okay. So if you go to a taco truck and you're ordering, you know, street style tacos, how many are you putting away? I'm going half a dozen. Yeah. I was going to say at least six. (laughs) It's at least six. I am going to be so fucking young. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. I'm just going to (laughs) reflect on my cardiac health for a minute. Hope 48's cool because 49 ain't coming. Uh, how good are you with directions slash navigation? Uh, navigation? I can figure out where I am and, like, where I need to be. Like, if I get lost and don't have access to a phone or whatever, I tend to be really good at finding my way back to where I need to be. Mm-hmm. Directions? Fucking <laughs> terrible. You start telling me street names and stuff, I'm like, what are you, why are these words? <laughs> I Just tell me where to go. Tell me where there are things. Like, if you tell me in four blocks, there's going to be a Dairy Queen on my right. I'm like, okay. See, now we're talking. I understand yeah. Dairy Queen. I, I understand where you're coming from, because the grid system is one thing, but if you've ever been, like, up on the hill in Queen Anne, yeah. it's like one of those places where neither of the streets, neither the avenue nor the street, <laughs> has a number. You're like, yeah. I'm on the corner of uh, Queen Anne and McAdam. Uh, that means I'm approximately nine miles from fuck all. I no- <laughs> What's the next fucking street? Are they in alphabetical order? Like, where am I in the universe of Queen Anne? Go left <laughs> until you get confused, then go right for three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> At the top of the hill, the street is actually a loop around Queen Anne, too. God, I've been on this forever. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty fucking bad with navigation slash directions. I mean, I'll I'll get there, but my brain has definitely been corrupted by GPS systems. Uh, which is funny, because I used to travel, uh, like, one week per month for my work. You end, up in, you end up in all these places. You don't know how the fuck to get around. Don't know how I was surviving at that point, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I can't get fucking anywhere. Right. I know where I'm going. <laughs> I can't help you get anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how do I get to your place from where you are? Uh, this is like a reverse math problem. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> Three candy bars. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to uh, need to start driving. Yeah. That's all I know. I can't explain how many drugs I would need to do to squeegee <laughs> my third eye clean to even begin to tell you how to get to my fucking <laughs> I'm going to go outside and start waving. Just tell me when you see me. <laughs> I'm in Bellevue, so <laughs> fucking bummer, man. Uh, I hope you figure that out. Come to my place for the barbecue. Uh, okay. I'm just going to go seamlessly into this Mike story here. So um, when we first moved here, my dad owned this... Uh, yellow truck and tried to sell it to a guy you know and made the mistake guy had the truck before the title was you know fully moved over fucking rookie mistake from an alleged criminal what is this your fucking is this day one stuff come on did you just get to honey bucket university you don't understand so instead of getting the police involved because there's a litany of reasons why he wouldn't want to do that in the middle of the night he uh went to the guy's house and the guy had chained the truck to his porch, knowing <laughs> this is Mike, you know, this is probably not the end of this. <laughs> so, yeah, Mike um, 
just attached a U-Haul to the front of his truck and then towed it off along with part of the porch. <laughs> and he drove about 10 miles back. <laughs> At that point, so he got about five miles away, make sure he was free and clear to then detach the couple pieces of lumber that were still... <laughs> that had to be a confusing five miles for all the passerby. Oh, he... The thing is, when you're doing something like that in Everett in the mid '90s, that's got to be oh, quasi oh, normal. Never mind. Continue. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. This well, is just Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't actually have. Uh, I don't actually have great details for that one, so I could just r- rattle off another Mike story. I have some questions. Oh, okay. Was there anybody? Did anybody get in the truck? Did he still have keys? Oh yeah, he still. Or no, he hotwired it. Uh, Mike, Mike, hotwired. <laughs> so he had to tow it for five miles. At some point, he would have had to break. So was the truck just crashing into the back of the U-Haul? Oh no, he had it like properly hitched up to his U-Haul. Oh, he didn't like okay. put it on a rope or something. Okay, that's actually. what I was thinking. Uh, yeah. That would also be pretty funny though. <clears throat> but no, he. Um, I'm amazed at how stealthy he was. This guy didn't fucking hear this happening. Yeah, I think it was a larger piece of property. I had been there once. I vaguely remember the layout outside. But <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, it's 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 funny because this is the same Mike that also one time he tried to abandon a vehicle that he just he didn't want to sell it, just tried to leave it at the Goodwill. As one does with their garbage and <laughs> took a shovel and like scraped off the license plates. Fuck VIN numbers. But he also, this is like 1998, he left mail in there. <laughs> I also like that he didn't think about maybe getting a screwdriver to take off the license plate. He had a perfectly good shovel. Why? <laughs> you know, it's like when you're a hammer, everything's a nail. Mike is the hammer, and we're removing this with brute force. But nothing came of it. Somebody took that Astro van, no questions asked. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> coming up on uh, maybe a future episode, you can decide right now if we want to do it today. But I do have to tell you, the SWAT team showing up, Let's looking for his Just coworker. Do it right now. Yeah, so uh, it's episode twenty. We're celebrating now. Yeah, all. let's. Yeah, I better crack another beer. Let's get this one ready. Um, so <clears throat> my all-time favorite fight is Shogun versus Dan Henderson. It's an incredible fight. Dan Henderson almost kills him the first three rounds. Shogun comes back the last two. Great fight. About three weeks after this happened, uh, I'm getting off work at Ken's Market, and I call my friends up. I'm like, hey, you want to come over? Rewatch this nutty fight. Let's do it. So a few friends come over, and uh, we're watching the fight. We get through the first round, and my dad at this point sleeps on a Murphy bed in the living room. Uh, He also is very grumpy when he is woken up by teenagers when he's sleeping on a Murphy bed in the living room. So when you're living in a van down by the river, definitely going to be more irritable than (laughs) sleeping in a queen bedroom and, you know, queen bed in your own bedroom. So second round starts and I just hear Mike screaming and I'm like, did you guys invite somebody? Like it would have been cool if you told me before they knock on the door and start whatever that is. Mm. Everyone's like, no. And genuine. No, definitely. It's the four of us. And he's like, you're not fucking coming in here. And I'm like, oh, that's getting spicier down there. <laughs> All right, well, fucking come in then. Coley, get down here and tell these guys who the fuck you are. 
what does that mean? <laughs> I come down, I'm still in like my shitty $12 polo from work. I like still had my Ken's Market apron on. Like, hello. <laughs> and just by being clothed, at least having a shirt on and not <laughs> beer stained cut off sweatshorts, they decided immediately, this is the patriarch. We're going to, we're going to route all questions through this 20 year old <laughs> instead of this guy. And, uh, and it's the six foot four guy and he's wearing an FBI windbreaker. And then there's a guy in just full-blown SWAT gear. But it's only the two of them. It's not like a fucking raid or anything. But they're looking for a co-worker of my dad's who should be, shall re- remain nameless for this one. But uh, I have to scrub a couple details here. <laughs> he had acquired a number of marijuana clones and took them to West Virginia from Washington because it's a lot more lucrative to sell weed in West Virginia because it's fucking sketchy to sell, you know. Cost of doing business is a lot higher across the board. This guy got caught within two months. They start looking for him, and he starts fleeing back to Washington, and they follow him from West Virginia on these felony drug charges. The night before they showed up to my house, they had pulled him over, He fled, leaving his children in the car, ran a mile and a half on foot, and ripped a fence post out of the ground and struck the taller guy in the windbreaker in the face with it. Not here. (laughs) here Not here. And I could tell. (laughs) Like, as soon as he told us this story, I can see he got fucking decked. So these these folks are in none too good a mood. Uh, But they were like, we talked to his wife said that he might be here and i was like that guy is very much not here i haven't seen him in six months it was not true i hadn't seen him in two months but there were reasons to not tell that truth but he definitely was not there um so they believe me because it is the truth things calm down a little bit you know they're asking more questions but they are really there to just fucking throw a guy in handcuffs they're not really there to yeah exchange that many pleasantries but now mike's comfortable this is a rare case where he's not in trouble with a authority figure so he's like hey you guys you know you, you need guys want a beer yeah <laughs> <laughs> well like i grow weed but i have a green card mike shut your fucking yapper i'm gonna fucking kill you so they're they're going back and forth and, and they show him their notes from the case and they're like yeah so like you know his wife said this and they didn't have my dad's name it just said drug buddy in quotation marks <laughs> like that's kind of fucked up man my name's mike like okay now's the time for you to get <laughs> yeah. uh, get a little bit offended now about you don't want an alias yeah now perception of yourself is a problem <laughs> didn't think about that when you got the fuck you tattoo and left your shirt I'm in like the other room the drug buddy okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're yucking it up and this it's a split level house and i'm sitting on the stairs that go into the upper level and you can see into the kitchen from my perspective but the guys in the doorway can't mike can't see it they realize mike has two pounds of weed drying on the kitchen table we have the fucking feds here on weed charges and like the green card does not excuse the felonious amount of weed that he has yeah. also the house stinks yeah but i live in it so i have no fucking idea right. so now nose blind the re- mike is still like yeah want a beer and i'm now i'm very worried <laughs> now i'm not able to relax or answer the questions anymore uh eventually we get them out and a, I'm like dad did you remember the fuck was in the kitchen dude you like invited them in and shit and he's 
Oh shit, there's a bunch of weed in there. Yeah, there's a bunch of weed in there, you <laughs> fucking pothead idiot. Like, good Christ. I didn't even smoke at the time. I smoked three consecutive cigarettes. Had I smoked, I would have smoked 25 cigarettes in a row. But, oh. Yeah, so anyways, went upstairs, finished the fight. Nobody got arrested. I wonder but, what your friends were doing. They were so confused for 40 minutes. <laughs> oh, man, 40 yeah, minutes. They were left upstairs, but they knew some, They knew it was law enforcement related fairly quickly. <laughs> what house are we in? Why has he vanished for this long? <laughs> Should we flee? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you realized. Did you mean to do the, the Tommy Boy? Yeah. Okay. Not here or here so much, <laughs> but right here. Because <laughs> he got hit in, with a fence post, which always makes me think like two by four, like of all the... Must have been a strong guy to just not only wield a fence post like that. Yeah. You're not just finding a fence post. No, he was, he's definitely on that tweaker strength. <laughs> Ripped it. Ran around. over a mile. Dude, you have COPD. You smoke like a fucking chimney. <laughs> the fuck did you pull that off? <laughs> but... He did it. He did it. Wonder where that guy is. Uh, probably in med school. Anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's no transition to this. I This is going to be brief. Have you ever gone on a cruise? A couple, yeah. yeah. As a kid. So, you know, they've got all the activities and shit. Stand I know up, they have whatever. vanilla ice cream. <laughs> That, I was old enough to gather that much. Uh, but they've got things like trivia mm-hmm. and whatever. And Ashley and I, were we had bought the drink as much as you want pass. So Fucking we're just name. getting shit-faced. Drinking and as like, much as you want. Yeah. And Ashley's like, oh, there's a friend's trivia. And then it's followed by sports trivia. And I was like, all right, you know, something for both of us. Okay, I'll sit through the friend's trivia, see what the sports trivia is all about. The friend's trivia, you know, was was good and engaging from what I could tell. <laughs> I, I was out 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 of the game but people knew the answers to the questions is my point mm-hmm. you know they were uh, they were tough but people that knew the show would know it you know like fun fucking trivia is supposed to be <laughs> the sports trivia was created by a monster <laughs> and not so there's things that would be considered challenging sports trivia right like something somebody could know in theory but would be really fucking tough even like say something specific like Ted Williams batting average in like 1941. Yeah. Okay, there are some people that will know that. These questions were shit like who won the sportsmanship of the year award in the PGA in 2006. Who is finding these questions? <laughs> yeah, and in right. sportsmanship like it's not now you've gone That's outside such a ridiculous of the question, accomplishments. Would, well, and they're not I even I would just say Lamar Odom. <laughs> Something I know is wrong, but it makes me laugh. Yeah, right. <laughs> Named Chris Farley on like six of these. <laughs> yeah. He definitely didn't lead the league in touchdowns. Well, see, that would be a fun question. These questions were all like psycho. Who was the assistant coach on Duke when they won the 1990 oh. champion? Nobody knows that. What is Tim Couch's that. wife's maiden name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're speaking my language. It was, it was either something done by the most psychotic sports fan ever, like Stump the Schwab times a million. <clears throat> Or somebody that knew nothing about sports and was like, <laughs> just Googling, just whatever the fuck. And nobody got old anything. people like golf. Old people go on cruises. Golf questions. The person that won, it was there was one person that got two of the 15 questions 
and there was a, a number of people that got one. Like I got one because they had like a couple non-psycho ones in there. Because <laughs> one but, of them had to be Antoine Randall. <laughs> <laughs> Look, broken clocks right twice a day. If I guess Elway enough times, that fucking horse is going to come up right. He did win the Kentucky Derby that year. I fucking knew it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chris, I wanted to talk to you about the hackiest thing that you're wife or significant other could ask for this has not happened to me thank god you know how i feel about parisians and paris in general i think there's so many people who it's like it's their dream to go to paris i don't fucking get it it's so romantic what the fuck is romantic about people sounding like they're barfing <laughs> when they're talking i don't fucking get i will say i don't find it romantic to be treated rudely by people that, <laughs> right. don't, that by people that don't want me around yeah, like, or if i wanted that snails. i'll just okay i want to be treated like shit by folks that don't want me there as i drink i'll just go to a family fucking reunion <laughs> right yeah, yeah. i can get that sensation a lot of places yeah, I'll i go, go to, to med mix the guy's fucking pissed off all the time and i yeah. love it yeah, i'm not you, going to france for that fucking bowling alley i've been 86 from at least i can uber back from that <laughs> shit what are you gonna do when you're stuck in fucking paris when you're under the arc de triomphe yeah good luck getting home and nobody's laughing at my eiffel tower jokes come on yeah <laughs> come on dude it was like a huge cock coming out of my backpack i mean <laughs> jesus dude don't you get it <laughs> i i don't know why why i'm not gonna say it's every woman because all sorts of people want to go to Paris. I, I legitimately don't These understand. These are just, women are just the folks that you've dated. And yeah, so that's right. The, <laughs> right, that's exactly. Now, I mean. So there what are, is, is the Louvre? And yes, and that's like absolutely top of the, like that's something I absolutely must do. Right, so if you like point. art, sure. Right, but uh, I do understand where you're coming from. Like as a cliche sort of. Go to Rome. Well, go to an actually cool city. I don't understand Paris. Well, I haven't been to Paris. I've heard Paris is amazing, although I think in Rome you'll probably get treated better. I've heard Rome, though, is quite dirty. I really liked Rome. The only people who treated me poorly in Rome were French. <laughs> I mean, at least I, I was going to say Parisians because they were dressed nice, but I don't know that they were. They could have been from Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the consistency in the conduct, though. No, I mean, I would love to go there, but I understand exactly where you're coming from on, like, hacky places. Like, for Ashley and I. We're going to end up there at some point, but the next, we've only been one place internationally, just haven't been able to afford it most of our lives. See, but, I know I'm going to end up there but, too. Yeah, but but our next trip is going to be to Thailand, but as far as, you know, not doing like a... That's like white people hacky almost, but... It can be, but at least if I'm going to Thailand, I have a, <clears throat> a fiance slash, you know, wife there, depending on when we go, versus being like a single 22-year-old in Thailand. Sketch. Right. That's Who? sketchier than the 46-year-old with the Jansport, dude. This guy needs to be watched. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing in Thailand by yourself? Well, I just got fired by the Cardinals, so I need to spend a couple months here. <laughs> You're talking about the Catholic Cardinals? Because that would also be on brand. <laughs> got let go by the old... Archdiocese. <laughs> I fucking tripped on that word. <laughs> well, I would have never thought of it in uh, the first place. So, yeah, but I mean, I will end up going there. I had a boss at one point that did one of the trips, a type of trip that I hate the idea of. Like when we went to Ireland, which is not the most challenging trip. No pesky language barriers to build my character. But we stayed there for thirteen days, and we went to six different cities, and we drove around the whole country, and as much as one can do in the span of two weeks, really got to see a lot of different parts of the country. My boss spent like 
did like train trip, went to like four different countries in two days, spent like 36 hours in Paris. What the fuck are you going to do there? Eat a baguette under the Eiffel Tower, take a picture and fucking get back on the train? Why would you go anywhere for that short of a period Give of time? Me There's no hours chance. In Paris, I'll get it done. No, you got. I, I need to set aside two days for the Louvre. What else I do? Who knows? But I have a bucket list of various paintings and such I got to see in person. Yeah, maybe I would like the Louvre. You know what? I I felt like I don't care about art, but when we were in, for fuck's sakes, I do this every time I forget it. Where's Galileo from? Hmm? Oh, that tower they kept him in? No, for fuck's sakes, this is the second That's episode. That's what you get for crossing the church. Cock in my ass! I always forget what it's called. In the center of the universe, I'll tell you what, I Galileo, the you're the David, center of this jail cell. And uh, I do have to say, the detail on the cock. Yeah. It's worth the trip. I mean, the hands are a little disproportionately <laughs> large, but hey, what are you going to do? It was yeah, like would have been weird to fucking crank with. Anyway. It was like the first uh, statue of that nature created since <clears throat> Roman times. So, Well, I don't give a fuck about art at all, but when I saw that, it was like striking. It like it makes you stop dead in your tracks, and it was like, holy shit, like, get it now. So I guess maybe the Louvre would be cool. Well, but... I mean, it, it, you'd have the opportunity to see things that are truly, you know, truly special it's not like you're going to see like some public art performance you know this is really a peak shit so to speak i i also <laughs> think that french might be my least favorite language to listen to but that's a whole different thing <laughs> this is where this is where we truly expose our ignorance where it's like <laughs> i don't like the way that language sounds what language do you speak I'm fucking english and that's it <laughs> me uneducated man well but at least it doesn't sound like <laughs> i will I, as i've said before i don't trust a word with more vowels than consonants and they've really got my fucking i also don't like german but hitler might have ruined that that's <laughs> you think you'd like the fucking the aesthetics of german if not for that pesky holocaust this I, who's the shouting i doubt it I doubt without it. that pesky holocaust i doubt it <laughs> ah gonna have to cut that <laughs> pesky holocaust can we please leave it because that's such a good no uh, it, it would a, be such a good title but it can't be the title no the it problem. can't no that pesky holocaust <laughs> oh that one like <laughs> oh sh okay not the other right <laughs> i got that mixed up with the <laughs> i thought you were talking about the white Sox. you're talking about the cubs I don't know what that means. Okay, Gucci or Greasy, and this is a shout-out to Morgan, professional cricket coming to Seattle. I'm going to say Greasy because cricket's dumb, but it's going to do well here. It's <laughs> going to do great here. I have no – I know the rules vaguely, um, and they're similarly Byzantine to baseball, so I feel like it could work. <laughs> right. See, we got a good baseball following here, and there are so many people from India that live here now. I feel like those two things combined are going to okay, make it if super you, popular. If, you, if there is an increase, you know, Indian Americans or Indian immigrants <clears throat> that are, you know, big cricket fans, then sure. We do have a big melting pot here. I like any any sports. The more people that can find the sport that is for them go crazy. For me, baseball's already challenging enough with the number <laughs> of games and how boring right. most of the games are that another bat-wielding sport just seems like too much for my little heart to bear. But props to you. And I will say that a good cricket bowler is very impressive. To bounce to bounce the ball that close to the fucking wicket right. 
and strike it is a nutty skill. Wicked. Oh, my God. Even the words are fucking boring. Oh, fuck. Look, if I'm going to come here ready to roast something, (laughs) I'm going to know the fucking nomenclature. (laughs) I know the terms. I think the real question is cricket, Gucci, or Greasy. Cricket itself? Greasy. Anything invented by the (laughs) evil British Empire is the greasiest fucking shit. (laughs) You know, I'm glad that they exported soccer to so many parts of the world so that those people who were fucking subjugated by them could kick their ass over the next century at it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so cool that they haven't won a World Cup in over 50 years, and I hope it's another 150 (laughs) million. All of the years. You know, I can't stand the sport, probably because I don't understand it, but I took a lot of bollywood cinema classes in college nice to fill the credits nice just because it was super fun to get baked and like go watch three-hour movies totally different there's dance breaks every 30 minutes it's fucking awesome it's dedicated to entertainment if if you're a listener and you want some uh suggestions for bollywood movies just message me and i've got a couple but uh there's some sweet like cricket scenes in that anyway so i was kind of i kind of had some respect for it and then when i was playing softball uh, a couple years ago, we always had the early game, and there was always a bunch of Indian folks playing cricket right before us, and it was this like... This is just racist. The most it's in- not the cricket that's the- getting you. <laughs> <It's> the, <laughs> the most intense... Well, because I, un- I couldn't understand what they were saying, so I w- didn't know what they were yelling about, but they were involved, right? Like, they were having a fucking blast. Way more than softball or baseball I've ever seen. Well, so that, like, it seems intense. This is why the, you know, when India plays Pakistan in test cricket or something, right. between, you know, between the historical issues mm-hmm. between those nations, again, British Empire, fucking partition, <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> but it's one of those, just like soccer, right? It's one of those opportunities where uh, a former world power, that's right, England, former world power, <laughs> fucking went out the door with the Suez crisis. But when that former world power, again, plays a nation at a sport, <laughs> they had previously fucked that nation over. Like when they lost to Argentina in 1986 in the World Cup after the Falkland War, the Falkland Island War. Like, beautiful fantastic chef's kiss i went to a sounders game over the weekend oh nice oh the nil nil on <laughs> yes, saturday the nil nil which was actually entertaining when you're there I, if i were to watch that on tv i would have uh, yeah i did watch it on tv and it wasn't the best oh my wasn't the best God. game but uh it was fun to watch in person and i was in the cheering section i also did they have like a march to the game which was really fun because it's just a bunch of people just drunk and swearing in public and yeah it was just (laughs) look at these ruffians it was just i've had a lot of sports experiences in my life and it doesn't touch like lambeau field but it was something i'd recommend to anybody coming to seattle who wants to do a sports thing do the march sit in the cheering section there's this fucking guy in the cheering section dude i don't i don't know what he was on but he was right next to the drummer the whole time and they're doing chants the entire game it's non-stop they're still stuck in my head and this guy was his calves i don't know how they didn't explode he was jumping the whole time and just i thought he was gonna break the seat he was jumping on it was uh i might have been watching him more than the game if i'm being (laughs) completely honest but it's amazing what bath salts can do to your fandom you know (laughs) it was pretty intense (laughs) no i've had a great time at sounders games and and as far as like going to an MLS game in this country, mm-hmm. from I mean, I haven't been to them in other cities, but 
just look at the attendance numbers like sounders games are right. the place to go if you're trying to go to a stateside mls well, game let's see what happens with Messi and miami too well yeah all those games are now yeah that's that's fair i mean they've spent enough money now that you know is the expectation for them to dominate we'll see but chris i wanted and i feel like we may have talked about this last week but jake can tell us if that's the case <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk to you about haunting my own Uber Eats driver. Like, we kind of talked about Uber last week. Yeah, falling asleep in one, but have you ever been the ghost of Uber Eats past <laughs> haunting your Uber Eats driver of the future? Absolutely. Absolutely not. <laughs> so on the way back from the show last week, I uh, was on the train trying to time it out, and I'm like, okay, I'll get home, I'll order Uber Eats, and then that way, you know, I'll fucking time it out get to my car you know start driving home and i realize oh wow i'm like right in the same place as this uber driver oh shit the fucking license plate matches so now i'm trailing my own food <laughs> to my house and this person has no idea and i've only been following them for like the last 10 percent of see the this is how it's supposed to be humans used to hunt you know, you should be trailing your food. Oi, I think that's a quesarito on the run. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to fucking throw a throwing star at the tire. Oh, we've disabled one of its legs. I'm going to see if I can get some Fiesta potatoes out of the passenger seat. That is what hunter-gatherers did, right? <laughs> Looking for a Baja blast <laughs> in the fucking fourth century. Again, this comes back to the whole giving a peasant a Mountain Dew if I had a time machine. I'm going to fucking blow their minds with a either that or like an airhead. Pop rocks. <laughs> Pop rocks. Pop rocks is genius. That's a Neanderthal brain melter right oh. there. Yeah. Written language? Dude, I'm about to shock them with a single food. But yeah, I, I ended up... Oh, how red am I right now? This has to be the time I'm most red. <laughs> anytime I've okay. asked. Whew. I parked up the street from my own fucking house. because like, you know, It's like I'm a private eye trying to find out if fucking Ashley's cheating on me or something. She ordered Taco Bell without... Oh shit, that's mine. Never mind. <laughs> Can't believe she ordered it without me. <laughs> I had six tacos in there. <laughs> I do understand the avoiding your Uber Eats driver, though. Because oh, anytime yeah. I order Uber Eats, I try to make it seem like I'm not home. Until they knock. Don't knock. I told you to leave it at the fucking door. Now you're just making my dog bark. Yeah, now you're just testing to see. <laughs> now you're casing the joint. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is best to stay out of sight because, I mean, there's something, if there's zero people in frame when they see through the window, it's like, okay there could be four people eating this food mm -hmm. but when it's just me <laughs> watching fights it's like he looks really alone i like, did not need to grab this extra thing of forks yeah. i hope he's not dressed like that with guests he <laughs> 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 shouldn't have grabbed the extra thing before <laughs> Overcommitted on the utensils for this guy <laughs> he doesn't even look like he's gonna need a single set he looks like he's gonna eat the chow mein with his hands <laughs> fuck i swear his pants were around his ankles 30 seconds ago i can see the rings on his no man <laughs> You need to drink more water, my friend. All right. Uh, 
Uh, I, this is really just a fact. Um, we, we've done etymology on the show before, um, and I just wanted to quiz you on two things, oh see if God. you can guess what they are. This one is a really hard one to win, too. So, um, both of them animal-related. I do not related. know Tim Couch's wife's maiden name. <laughs> Call back. If you're asking. Uh, do you know the origin, and I'll give you both of them right now, of either the bee's knees or the cat's pajamas? So, they're both things that don't exist. <laughs> you think it was maybe just cool to just say some shit that's just not a thing? Like the giraffe's machine gun? Yeah. You know, the, the elephant's machete. <laughs> the guacamole's earwig. <laughs> it's not even, an, it's not even like a living thing. It's like, you know, the coffee table cigar pipe. <laughs> you know the one. You know how your inanimate shit owns other shit. It's like fucking Beauty and the Beast in here. Uh... <laughs> I lost my fucking Uh Yeah, cat's pajamas, bees, knees. No fucking clue where either of those came from. It's funny. Ding, ding, ding. You are correct. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has How any did it clue. catch on? No, there is just really no... They have... Luckily, you know, through historians, we're able to know when these things come about. Like when we were talking about cocktail. First seen in 1799, <clears throat> established as the meaning we know it as in 1806. So it caught on pretty quick. They like know when it, these things came about, which is like, I think in both cases, late 19th century, early 20th century, you know, when people are starting to get cool, mm -hmm. see, and say fucking wacky fucking shit, see? But nobody knows the actual, you know, oh, you know, that's named after Felix the cat or something. Yeah. No, it is just somebody said it one day. I, and both of those are said in my favorite movie, Cable Guy, when... Jim Carrey's character goes over to Robin's house and he's trying to like make things good for his buddy, right? He's like, you know, uh, Steven thinks you're the bee's knees. He thinks you're the cat's pajamas. He really does. <laughs> I think at any time I hear either of those. That's because he's a comic genius and he knows that both of those things are closely related <laughs> in a goofy ass fucking way. But yeah, there's no, there's really no origin story on those. Well, that's fucked. I think you kind of nailed it though. I think that just the idea, like the Aardvark's blue jeans, you know, <laughs> it's just something they don't own. Those are the two that they kept. Bees knees, it rhymes. Let's go with <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly. We got to go for brevity Cats here. pajamas, I have a cat. Fuck it. Do you? PJs too. We were talking about Mike earlier. Do you have any uh, turns of phrase, any metaphors you like to use, anything like that? Like kind of go-to phrases? For the love of Pete. It's a good, that's a good one. Jeez uh, Louise. Oh, of course. Holy cow. Uh, fuck my ass. <laughs> Cock and balls, that's another one. That is, yes. I do think it's funny when somebody specifies like in a fight. Usually it's a silly writer, but instead of like, oh, he got hit with a low blower, he got hit in the balls, saying he got punched in the dick and balls, like just <laughs> the whole unit. <laughs> There's something about specifying that. He punched him right in the dick and balls, and as we all know, that's a How foul. are we supposed to know which was hit first? Judge Mills Lane definitely is going to give him time to recover, because his dick and balls got hit. <laughs> that reminds me of Randy and Trailer Park Boys. Like, he's always got some random weird turn of phrase, but my favorite one is when he, like, stubs his toe and he goes, frozen mixed vegetable cocks. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying so hard not to swear. It's like the whole, all the different syllables, and, and he just, just, just ends with cocks. <laughs> he 
you almost nailed it. Uh, that is that is fucking fantastic. Uh, I know I have a whole bunch of fucking verbal ticks and whatever, but I really wanted to use this as an excuse to talk about Mike's because Mike has all of these terrible metaphors, like colder than a witch's tit, you know, or tighter That's than a nun's hoo ha or something, yeah. you know, just really misogynistic, not very good stuff. Uh, blacker than a sack of assholes at midnight. <laughs> Why the sack of assholes? He could have just said midnight. It's. Well, but that's not as colorful, see? And <laughs> color is key here. Why and also, are they in a sack? Is this Ed Gein? How did we get all these separate assholes? There's definitely some questions about <laughs> body part organizations and, you know, a sack full. There's a quantity there. It's not a bag or <laughs> container or an envelope. It is a sack. A sack means it's over 20 pounds. Yeah, that's like the Monopoly man's <clears throat> sack of money. But it's 20 pounds of assholes. You meals. know how many that would be? But it's a dark evening. You know, and so <laughs> it really makes it about ten pounds heavier. <laughs> it's raining like a cow pissing on a flat rock. Okay, I understand the visual you're going for Why here, does but it also have to be flat. There's things that just don't need to be specified. No, but see if it's at an angle, you know, it's less splashy. I mean, it's right there. We're going to have to, we're probably going to cut this part, but this just reminded me of, uh, <clears throat> I love when you're looking, <laughs> I don't, I don't know a good segue into this. When you're looking at pornography, mm. when you add syllables, it makes it less raunchy and you find, uh, a title that really tells you a lot more than you need to know. Oh yeah. Like asshole inhales both testicles. <laughs> Like, how did it? Well, no, I would like to know that. How did it breathe? And then it makes one of those sounds. No, but it's something, it's something like, uh, remarkable. The middle aged landlord, uh, punishes redheaded tenant who didn't pay rent. Who has her wages garnished. (laughs) Yeah. Like, is this a Fiona Apple album? Why do I have so much information here? I don't, it's like 92 words. Here we go. When the uh, pawn hits. Ariana does lots of dirty things in a rented flat and fucks a horny banker. <laughs> the flat's rented. That's my favorite detail. Absolutely. She doesn't own this place, so you know she's And why do I need ass. to know he's a banker? Yeah, because he's the one that controls the mortgage, you know. In this rented flat. The old rim job for mortgage <laughs> trade. You talked old blue nipples. It's the only time I've thought of you while watching porn. I, <laughs> oh, I saw it and I was like, uh, I have to share this with Cole. Oh, captain, my captain. <laughs> Are there any words that you think of when you talk about, uh, like, old folks speak like are there any turns of phrase or terms where you go that's an old person saying that i'll give you just one easy one like an old person calling their tv shows their programs <laughs> or their stories yeah stories that's a good one <laughs> i love that good one. their stories is like okay i have your story it's kind of like this a is... chill a child you know it's yeah. like i need to be read to bed you know <laughs> yeah. need my stories so are the, yeah i don't have any like that i can think of off the top of my head frankfurter instead of hot dog i mean that'd be like a easy one <laughs> Yeah, bubbler instead of water fountain. <laughs> that might just be more of a Midwest thing, honestly. That yeah, that might be. That might be. That's like a Coke soda thing where mm-hmm. it's like a, a regionalism. Uh, I think Gizmo or Gadget 
automatically. <laughs> doesn't even matter the context. Like you could say a bunch of other modern shit if you throw Gizmo yeah. in there. Even like, Whatchamacallit's gotten old at this point. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. That's definitely a an old guy. Yeah. Um I had one other one. Um it's not necessarily the word, but if you pronounce robot, robot, <laughs> 110 years old. <laughs> 110 years old. Yeah. You served in, you were absolutely <laughs> serving in World War II, but you were probably around for World War I. I love that. My dad's dad wanted, wanted to be called granddad. That's what he wanted to be called. Not yeah. grandpa, gramps, pops, anything like that. Yeah. He wanted to be granddad. And my Fair. brother, <clears throat> who was just old enough to talk at the time, thought that Granddad sounded a lot like Batman. So he decided he was just going to call him Batman. But of course, he's just learning to talk. He cannot say Batman. Mm-hmm. So he says Bant-Bant, <laughs> which is what we still call my grandfather to this day. Okay. Say what you... <laughs> All your grandpa wanted was to be called Granddad. <laughs> yeah. And he gets fucking Bam-Bant. <laughs> Where did the two bees come from? These aren't even... <laughs> Talk to the dumbass one and a half year old. <laughs> Hooked on phonics, my ass. <laughs> Hooked on stupid. <laughs> Knocked it out of the fucking park. <laughs> Ashley's favorite type of joke we do is when we go. Hooked on phonics? <laughs> more like hooked on stupid. Anything that's more like peak comedy. Those are my favorite jokes to do because they're the dumbest ones. Oh, absolutely. And they require the least effort. (laughs) More like poops giving. (laughs) Doesn't even rhyme. Doesn't even rhyme with the fucking holiday. Okay, Wikipedia time. Bread dildo. Okay, so (laughs) on Wikipedia, there is a page for a bread dildo. And this goes back to Roman times. So... Uh, there's some debate. They had so much bread. <laughs> They're like, we got to get up to something else. And also, no bread. squash. Like, I know they were up to agriculture, <laughs> but like, no zucchini. You know, there's not something that's a little bit, I guess, for lack of a less offensive term, fleshy. You know, bread just doesn't seem like the right texture. A little, a little too. Seems spongy. like it would absorb all the stuff you need to keep it lubricated. Uh, definitely, yeah. You're gonna want to be sp- sprinkling some what garum about, on that. All the flakes. Yeah, there's a lot. And I know they weren't shaving back then, so it would look like you had some serious dandruff down there. <laughs> Can you say yeast infection? Hello. <laughs> My goodness. So, <laughs> uh, on the bread dildo page. So, so, one thing I think that's important to discuss is they don't know if it's a bit or if it's real. So, the word for dildo in Roman is known. The word for bread is known. And so on two different clay tablets, they have found these words conjoined. So that's how they know definitively this was a concept. They just don't know if it's like the propeller on the hat where it's like, well, you're not actually going to fly. You're just, you're not actually going to use the bread dildo. It's just a fucking gag. It's like a carrot top bit. But, uh, but so, so they didn't like the French either. And look, the the baguette looks like a fucking dick. I carved it into a cock while I salted their land. Uh, <laughs> but there's one part of this page that is really unexpected that I, I actually have to open uh, and and read aloud. I'm going to turn off airplane mode, and I will edit this out, but you just got to bear with me here. So, 
bread dildo. <laughs> Interestingly enough, this actually is not the only instance of bread potentially being used God. as a means to cause ejaculation. Well, okay, well, ejac- you, you, now you say ejaculation. Now, now we're broad brush here. The Babylonian Talmud offers another example where bread's used as a means to cause ejaculation. <clears throat> For medicinal purposes, if <laughs> your urethra is obstructed, the following remedy is suggested. We bring warm barley bread and place it upon his anus, and owing to the heat, he emits semen, and we observe what happens and see whether or not the perforation remains closed. See, I thought okay, he was so just going to prostate f- orgasm. I thought he was just going to fuck the bread. Same here. Yeah, I was sure that's what it was about. Yeah, I know, I know, it's bread, but it's hot bread. It's hot bread, right on your rump, you know, right on the old bee hole, right on the old leather Cheerio, <laughs> and we're gonna see if uh, your meatus gets unobstructed. Jesus Christ! Meanwhile, that's comedy right there. <laughs> that, that's. But a we were gonna have that for dinner. <laughs> Had to see if your dad could come through his fucking kidney stone first. <laughs> come through his kidney stone. Well, because it's just like an obstruction. It's like, I don't know if you're going to be able to ejaculate that shard out of your... Yeah, I don't know. A lot to be, uh, <laughs> uh, lot to be unpacked there. Okay, last last thing here. And I don't... This is the one. I don't know if it'll, if it'll work out. But uh, on Wikipedia, I found out that Dusty Baker invented the high five. How? How does somebody invent the high five? Great question. I think a lot of it just has to do with nobody else had seen it done, and so you're like the first guy recorded to do it. Yeah, but it had to have just happened, and I don't know how it didn't happen before. Like, I, it had to have been happening in ancient times. Like, cavemen were high-fiving, because it's just an instinct. Like, boom. I had this. I knew this guy. I was going to say I had this friend, but I'm not going to own up to being a friend with somebody who asks for high-fives. I knew this guy who was always asking for high fives. You can't just ask for a high five, right? And it was always over something like trivia. Like, there's a time and a place for a high five. Right. So the Packers just scored a touchdown. I'm not going to high five for, like, the other team jumping offside. You know what I mean? He mm. would, like, oh, you want to get teriyaki? Ask for a high five. <laughs> like, dude, what the fuck? You got to settle down. Why you want me to touch your hand so much, you fucking weirdo? That's what it's <clears> all about. <laughs> But it does just happen now. What were they doing before? Just bumping into each other? That's the big question, is that this invention allegedly occurred in the 70s. And so what sort of celebrations were going on in ancient Rome? You know, you fucking <laughs> you fucking touching feet? Like, what is the... <laughs> I don't know. You locking hands? Doing a little <laughs> dance? Make out a little bit? Turns out back then they were doing the sort of elaborate defensive touchdown celebrations that we see <laughs> in the NFL today. <laughs> they don't even know what a sprinkler is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty crazy how he did the camera rolling thing like a <laughs> 1950s camera. He has no perception of either modern cameras or any cameras. <laughs> oh, campfire. Now that makes sense. <laughs> the zero type. Uh, that's a terrible joke. Uh, yeah, I think that that's... I, I think this is a great episode. I don't have anything else to say about Dusty Baker. Oh, wait, I have one more thing. Fuck the Astros. Uh, oh! Until the sun yes, explodes. Hold yeah. on. Fuck the Astros. It's funny, too, because I'm a Cardinals fan, and as you know, Cardinals years ago had picks taken because we hacked their server. I just want to say for the record, we definitely deserve to have those draft picks taken from us. We we'd committed the crime. 
The Astros, though, made that sound way sexier than it was. The guy that used to work for the Astros worked for the Cardinals and had the password. Right. I feel like Stop that's Stop using one, two, three, four. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel like that's a strong use of the term hacking. <laughs> but anyways, we'll cut this part. That's just me bitching about Cardinals baseball. Second worst team in the NL, baby. Yeah! <laughs> Can I get a Jaya? Go crew. Uh, all right, well... That's episode 20, I guess. I guess that's uh, that's episode 20. That flew by. Uh, it did It did fly by. I had a lot of fun. I've never laughed as hard as I did. I, I thought I was going to pass out for a second, <laughs> honestly. I thought I was going to lose consciousness. How'd you get there? When you said quesarita, <laughs> I nearly fucking <laughs> lost it. I almost lost all uh, composure. Hunting a quesarita like a gazelle <clears throat> is what our ancestors envisioned. I, love I think this there's podcast. a. I love it. We talk about the dumbest stuff, and then we say we say words like discuss, <laughs> like we aren't talking about the dumbest fucking shit. I'm telling you, there's a cave painting of a guy hunting a quesarita <laughs> if you look hard enough. <laughs> oh boy! Well, thank you guys for listening. Episode twenty. It's been great. We got uh, stickers, koozies, all that fun stuff for sale. We're going to have t-shirts soon. I have to talk to Cole about that, yeah. actually. But we're going to yes. have that sorted out before you know it. Thank you guys for listening and continuing to listen. And if you're not listening anymore, uh, rotten hell. Bucks and six. Bucks and six. Love the rest of you. Bye. <laughs>